it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden. Going to plead guilty in two tax and one federal gun charges in the case. Any one of you, does anyone remember the rapper Kodak Black? Didn't Donald Trump pardon him for the exact same crime that Hunter Biden is being charged with? Any one of you that lied on that federal form, if you were caught lying on a federal firearms form, you'd be in deep, deep Stein. Gun control. We've got to keep the guns out of the hands of the people with mental problems. Oh, that's right. Addiction is now a disease. It's not a mental problem anymore. But whatever. I'm going to tell you right now what's going to happen. Let me crack my knuckles here. This is going to be used to end all other investigations into the Bidens. Anything going forward. See, it doesn't matter that they indicted or impeached or illegally investigated Trump for waking up in the morning, right? If it was a new day, there was a new accusation. If it was a new day, there was a new investigation. The endless, the the way the Democrats and the media looked at Trump, they said, we know he's bad. We know he's bad. We've just got to find out what the bad thing is. It's beyond show me the man, I'll show you the crime. They decided Trump was a criminal the second he came down that escalator. I've already read it to you a bazillion times. You can read it for yourself. On April 17th, 2016, Politico put out a piece quoting all of the people that were musing about all of the ways they were going to impeach Donald Trump before he even got the nomination. He wasn't even the Republican nominee in April 2016. Not even close. And yet there they were. We'll get him on the Mexico wall. We'll get him on this. We'll get him on that. The things he says. They told us that he could be impeached uh, based on conduct before he was president, having nothing to do with any previously held office, His that his personal conduct as, as a private citizen. Now what we're going to be told is that no more investigations of the Bidens can be tolerated because justice was done. See, Andrew, justice was done. Hunter Biden is paying the price for the crimes he committed. Now it's time to make Donald Trump pay the price. You know what? When I say this, I'm being a little facetious, so understand it. I'm not very good at sarcasm. Sure you're not. It's not that I don't care. But by comparison, if Hunter Biden was the bag man, the go-between, for a $5 million bribe paid to the former vice president, now sitting president, I don't give a damn about him cheating on his taxes or lying on this form. Do you hear the facetiousness, the facetious tone in my voice? By comparison, by comparison, there's no national security threat to Hunter Biden. There's a there's there's a, a, a an equal an equal justice problem, right? An equal application of the law problem. This notion that nobody's above the law. That's what you could attach to Hunter Biden lying on that federal form. But if the vice president of the United States was taking a $5 million bribe 
for the purpose of withholding a billion dollars in foreign aid to Ukraine until Ukraine stopped their investigation into this oil and natural gas company called Burisma, that's a real problem. That's a constitutional problem. Actually, if we have a president or a vice president or any civil officer of the federal government compromised by a foreign nation, we have a constitutional crisis if we don't impeach and remove that person. That's the bedrock. That is the bedrock of removing someone from high office. Treason, bribery, and other high crimes and misdemeanors. Wines at 695-PATRIOT-957-2874. Notice how all the people that were screaming and yelling, Trump, Russia, Trump, Russia, Trump, Russia. You've got Maggie Haberman, who's never fonted as an employee of the Democratic Party. She was having dinner meetings with John Podesta, the head of the Clinton campaign, during the election. Strategy meetings, along with Glenn Thrush and other so-called journalists who were teeing up stories or killing stories or seeking permission to publish stories from the campaign itself. Now, why would Maggie Haberman do that? Because she's not a journalist. It's too simplistic to call her a liar. But she's not a journalist. She's an apparatchik. Her job is to play the role of the, the intellectual Manhattanite female journalist who works for the New York Times and is not going to stop until she gets that story. Does anyone remember for Lions for Lambs, the Robert Redford movie? That's the Meryl Streep character. I'm not saying that that's it's predicated it's based on Maggie Haberman, but that's that's who she's that's who she's pretending to be. Maggie Haberman is not a journalist who's getting to the bottom of the story. Maggie Haberman takes her talking points from the Democrat Party. We saw it in John Podesta's emails. He openly referred to her as an ally who tees up stories. That is not a journalist. That's a campaign spokesperson. But we have these journalists, so-called, that won high, high merit Pulitzer Prizes for covering Crossfire Hurricane, an entire investigation with no predicate. Now, tomorrow, tomorrow, John Durham is going to testify before the House subcommittee on the weaponization of government. Last night on my Salem News Channel program, Harriet Hageman said her first question is going to be, why have there been no indictments? How could you tell us? How could you tell Congress, the American citizen, that these people violated, violated the law, the constitutional rights of other Americans, abused the, the high power that we entrust them with, lied to the FISA court, and nobody's getting indicted? I don't know. Does Durham fear he'll be, the, he'll, he'll be Jeffrey Epstein, that he will be suicided by Clinton? I don't know. We're going to find out tomorrow. But on the level of importance, the real, the real investigation has to be, did Joe Biden take money from Burisma to use the weight of the executive branch to call off the investigation? And if he did, this is all alleged, alleged, alleged. Where else did he do it? The Chinese are building a military base in Cuba. 90 miles from South Florida. Anyone see the movie Red Dawn? The remake kind of, I don't know, 
Did you like the remake? It, it and I, I don't know if it's a generational thing. I, I like the original. Now, do I think China is going to invade the United States? No. I don't think they're going to invade the United States. At least not in the near future. Do I think they're going to use it as a bargaining trip to try to get the United States to perhaps pull out of South Korea or maybe look the other way on Taiwan? Yes. Do I think they even need to invade Taiwan? Not really. There isn't a politician on Taiwan they can't buy. They have all the resources in the world to buy off the political class of Taiwan. They don't need to invade the island. Now, do I think it's going to give them greater spying capabilities? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But Biden has said basically nothing. The Chinese are building deep water ports in Nicaragua. They are making inroads in Venezuela. They have for years been building infrastructure in Trinidad and Tobago. Look that one up. That's got to be now almost... 15, 16 years ago. I remember talking about it back then. And some people were like, why, what the hell do you care about this? I remember going to a, an event where I was pounding, pounding the podium saying, we should not buy things made in China. When I say the way to deal with China is to cut taxes and roll back regulations, I'm right about this. If we were to start competing with China over the basics of manufacturing. I'm not talking about high-tech manufacturing like aircraft and military ships. I'm talking about the basics, cell phones, tennis sneakers, plastic housewares, et cetera, et cetera, small electronics. To say we can't do that, to say that's a lost cause, anyone who tells you that, there's two groups of people, the managed decline people and the cultists at the Chamber of Commerce. And they've been on the same side, uh, different sides of the same coin for generations. The Democrats want to raise taxes, regulate industry, pay no mind to running these businesses offshore, and then increase the welfare state. The Chamber of Commerce wants to support these businesses as they outsource and import. Say, Andrew, but aren't you a free trader? You always say you're a free trader. I am a free trader. I've explained the concept of free trade on this program. I'll do it again real quick. If Italy says we'd like to sell Ducati motorcycles and Fiat automobiles, do they even still own Fiat? Who owns Fiat? Whatever. Ferrari. Ferrari? We want to sell Ferraris tax-free in the United States. And for that, we'll let you sell Fords tax-free or tariff-free in Italy. That's free trade. Free trade just means that the importing nation does not attach a tax to the import or a subsidy to the domestically produced product in order to encourage buying habits. By the way, that's not even the case with China. They tariff our imports and expect tariff-free exports. There are ways to stand up to China. As a matter of fact, I think from going forward, it's. I had Larry Elder on the program yesterday. I think adding to my questions about cutting the actual spending, what is your plan for China? And not the rhetoric of, well, we have to stand up to them. We have to expect them to play by the rules. No, what's the actual plan? Like, what are you going to do? I battled with some of my libertarian friends when Trump said, look, I'm going to start tariffing China. The goal is to get to tariff-free trade. The only way to do that is to make it hurt them. 
And some of the absolutists said, you can't do that. You can't tariff anything coming in from China. Well, they are living and breathing on the trade deficit with the United States. It is the one and only weapon we have that doesn't involve the military or spying or intelligence. The one simple weapon we have that we seem to refuse to use. And for the Democrats, taxing and regulating is a question of morality. They don't matter. They don't care if it actually works. They think they're standing on a moral principle. There is no moral principle. You ever hear the phrase, sometimes doing the right thing isn't doing the right thing? By 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 promoting a regulation that in the end overall hurts your nation and your economy. That's not doing the right thing. Weinzik 695 Patriot 9572874. We are right, they are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125. <laughs>